The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady to enter the Shady Rays Parlay of the Day contest. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Draft Week. All week long, SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts, and our live NFL Draft Watch Party. So make sure to smash that subscribe button at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Gilbert. Joining me here tonight is a special guest. We got a friend of the SGPN, Adam Rosenberg from Chalk and Dog. Adam, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that we could take our our live bets that we're doing over text for Oilers games and turn it into an episode of the Hockey Gambling Podcast. <laughs> Yes, we, we, we've been pretty profitable on some live betting. On a, I mean, all of our first round series bets yeah. have done pretty well. Unfortunately, that means a lot of bankroll is tied up as, as these series continue. But another <laughs> over five and a half games pretty much cashed tonight with, with the uh, Islanders pushing that to a game six. So, uh, yeah, uh, first round first round has been crazy. We've had a few uh, crazy nights of hockey over the past few nights. And that, that's continuing tonight here. Oilers already up 3 nothing, 3-1 early on the Kings, 15 minutes in. Not sure if there's any live spots there yet, but I mean the Oilers, we know they have some uh, suspect defense. Maybe we'll look at, at a King's angle there. But uh, yeah, Adam, t- tell tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, what you, what you're doing, what you've been up to, and why you're such a uh, DJN. <laughs> uh, I'm a DJN because, like you, I'm from Philadelphia. Um, yes. You know, I mean, I mean that's a obviously like look, Sean Green's in charge, right? Like it just comes with the territory. Um, no, but I uh, no, I I do a lot of like sports PR and then degenerate stuff with all you guys and I hang out in the discord and I become friends Mm -hmm. with everybody. And, um, I played hockey in high school, so it's always been my favorite one. And you and I are different flyers eras. You're from the flyers era where, you know, you probably, your key memory is, you know, just like captain Claude doing his Mm -hmm, thing and maybe the, and the Oh nine Stanley cup that we had no business going to. Whereas mine is Eric Lindros, learning that you can't skate with your head down and having Scott Stevens knock his block off multiple times in a season. Um, But, but Ryan, you and I are still friends, even though we're from different Philadelphia Flyers eras. And uh, I'm just, I'd look, man, I'm I'm excited to, to talk a little bit about what we've been focused on and how we've been pretty profitable it's been a very profitable first round series. I mean, a lot of bankroll is tied up right now. Yeah, we, 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 we can't we can't we can't jinx it yet because I mean every series is still going on, but it, it's looking yes, good. but our games looking good. But the games will look look. I mean, as a baseline, we did a lot of a lot of like you know we didn't see we saw all these series as it's as at least uh at least a slight coin flip. So we put the over five and a half, and I believe what we had four of them and three of them are fine, right? Something like that. I had it in front of me. I would, but that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, results are different, though. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how, how, that, how that pans out. Um, before we get started here, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed. Leave us a five star rating and review on there. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, and do get in the Discord sg.pn/discord to interact with 
people like Adam, myself. Good support system in there, as Talon always says, and Joel loves to hear, so make sure you get in the Discord. And uh, follow us on Twitter as well, at HockeySGPN. We're posting some some clips and some videos there, so uh, interact with us there as well. Uh, let's just get right into it. What, what did you think about tonight's Hurricanes game? I mean, we, we were we were kind of back and forth because we want the Hurricanes to win, but we also wanted to go over five and a half games. So Islanders winning this game isn't the worst worst thing in the world as long as no. the Hurricanes don't blow it. But uh, what, what were your takeaways from this uh, game five? I mean, uh, generally speaking, I mean, it was key moments where the Islanders were out playing the Hurricanes. I mean, the Canes outshot them in that first period. They had, they, I mean, giving up that late goal in that first period kind of changed things. But, um, you know, they like, look, for the, the Hurricanes team hasn't, they're like other, they lost what? One, they had previously lost one in their last 10 in the postseason at home. Um, I, I, this, the problem with this Hurricanes team is the same problem that they had last year. They're not like when you have the Oilers who are down and you can fairly confidently see that there's going to be an offensive explosion and come back. They're just not built that way. They're built as just a very strong defensive team. So when they're down three, one, that might well be five, one. Um, we saw a minor, we saw a small like live op. I think that, and, and I think it was a smart one to take and take and, and they got it back and things look good. You got to love the fact that, well, the Kane Zaho um, took a shot to the face and came back. Um, yeah, that was a weird goal there. The, the that was a really weird goal. It came off his face. Nelson just batted it out of midair off his face. I mean, that yeah, might, might that be the first ever, ever, ever goal like that in history. Yeah, I mean, look, I I came away from it feeling I came I didn't I actually and I should have pushed back on it this afternoon when you and I were talking about the games. I should have pushed back that while like there's too many veterans on that Isles team for them to have rolled over in this. Like it, we actually when we were looking at you know we were looking at who's going to score first. It should have always been someone on the Isles because like that's that team has a ton of veterans on it that are like they they have like Bo they have all these guys who are just like who've been here before and just because they're down three one they're not gonna turn around and and just lay over so uh, but look it just means we get more hockey that's all it means it means we get more hockey I'm into it you know former flyer Rod the Bod and his team yes doing his thing uh, I've actually this is actually the Including the live bet of the Canes, the second time that I have lost money on a Brindamore team, his son's team, Quinnipiac, I bet <laughs> against them a couple of weeks ago, did not go well. So the Brindamore family, you know, owes me a couple of units. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for this for them. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 I mean, the Hurricanes are probably in a, in a worse position than last year because we, we talked about a little bit on, on this podcast uh, as Fesnikov's out for the year. Tara Vinen got hurt. Pacioretty, who was supposed to be their big goal scorers was hurt, came back for a few games. Now he's out for the year again without Achilles injury. So yeah. It yeah really they're, is... Well, they're going to have that. That's a, that's a big, that's a big long-term thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you re- he, might, he, your might, Achilles. he might just be done for his career. Like he, he might hurt. be. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, it's Aho. It's, it's net Netches. It's uh Seth Jarvis Mason in front of that. Like it's just these guys that, yeah, they can get all the puck pressure, all the four check in the, in the world, but if they're down two goals with like five minutes to go. It's, it's not, not gonna normally going to happen. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I threw a, Tenth of a unit on them, ten to one when they were down three two with like four minutes left because you never know what happens if if they're going to score it's going to be a greasy goal in front of the net could it get a bounce and they were controlling play a bit so that's what you're going to see with the Canes you're going to see games where where they get outplayed and I mean even by bad teams we saw it there near they get out they outplay the team outshoot them like forty to twenty if not worse and lose the game because that's just the type of team 
that they are. I know Joel has always said they have a lot of empty calories with their expected goals, which yeah, maybe, right. maybe they do. It's just a lot of outside shots, but similar, very similar with the Islanders. Obviously, they have uh, Barzell and got Horvat, but still not much offensive firepower, much more defensive team there with uh, Sorokin and Net. I thought this may have been one of the one of the shutout games we were going to get with, with with Sorokin, but that looks like it's not going to happen with our our two shutouts in this series. But I am thinking the Hurricanes are going to close it out. Um, the odds are out for Game Six on Friday. Uh, Canes are plus one hundred. Islanders are minus one twenty. And in this in the series, though, I think the Hurricanes are minus two eighty. I saw no minus four fifty, and the Islanders are plus three forty. So this. So this is like a scenario where if you like the Islanders in the series, bet them in the series. If you like the Canes in the series, bet them in the series. Because like, otherwise you can just take the money, put it on the Islanders. If they win, roll it over. So that's uh, that game's not not till Friday there. So we have a few days for that one. Um, Stars are currently up three nothing in the Wild in the third period. Oilers up three two late in the first period. Three, well, it was three one when we started yeah, recording. It's three two. Which tells now. you everything uh, everything about the Oilers that you need to know. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll let those, those play out, revisit them towards the end of the show here. And uh, but meanwhile, let's uh, let's uh, first of all shout out our sponsors here, Shady Rays. We have a uh, Shady Rays Parlay of the Day contest coming up for people who bought their shades from ShadyRays.com using the promo code SGPN. Each day of the NFL draft, the SGPN will release a Shady Rays Parlay of the Day, and if the parlay hits, the cash will be awarded to one lucky listener. So go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com/shady to start getting shady. And our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. They offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they told us to send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shade rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, Adam, you're editing into this uh, two-game slate for Wednesday, April 26th. Yeah, one one thing on the on the series prices, I don't know if you mentioned it, but um, I'm seeing uh, Isles at plus 315 is kind of tempting. Where's that? I know that. Is that I'm seeing it on. I'm seeing it on. I'm seeing it on a on, oh, a, on a combi book. DraftKings has has plus three forty. Well, there you go. I mean, that either is, way, I mean, it's, that is that, it's still a that's a good number for a team that I, look. Bo hasn't even woken up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and they're they're like like we know what this we we know we know what the floor is of this Islanders team. It's the five that five one loss the other night. Like that's what that's that's what it is. It's not being able to score, getting peppered with shots. And and losing by four goals, but it actually felt like they lost, you know, two to one the entire time because all the goal, because goals are given up, you know, towards the end. The um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, look, I'm not going to mess with karma because we both we both <laughs> want the Canes at the end of this. But just saying that if you were to walk into the series now, I would I obviously I wouldn't recommend anybody take a minus 400 series prop. But um, there's a lot of paths on this uh I think that that number is too high for the Isles, mm-hmm. um, especially with Sorokin. Sorokin could could um, Sorokin could pitch a shutout in the next game. Like yeah. I mean, so he's very easily. So absolutely, that, 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 that's a great call there. I mean, the Islanders back against the wall tonight in Carolina on the road. They won. Um, they were bad on the road in the regular season, 17, 18, and six. Carolina's 28, 10, and three at home. Now they're going back to Long Island, where 
they're plus they're minus 120 favorites, but plus 340 for for the series. So yeah, right. I think that's that's a good value spot there if you're not already in this series, or you know if you want to maybe hedge some hedge some hurricanes if you if you have you can do both. The hurricanes are even to close out the series tomorrow night, and you could bet a little, you could put a unit on the hurricanes close out to to win tomorrow night. You could put half a unit on the Isles to win the series, mm-hmm. and basically they tie it. You're like you're still gonna you're in a very good situation for the next night because like because yeah, I figure because you got to figure if the Isles win the Canes will probably be at home. What were they tonight going in? One fifty. I, I want to say around there, yeah. Yeah, they're not going to be higher than that. So I, okay. Anyway, we've given everyone the information they need for this, <laughs> but that that is also showing how great it is to bet hockey because they still haven't figured out how to price things appropriately. You can make this an easy. You can make this positive EV on all, all sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean it's it's uh, two days off now, so maybe Carolina will be able to get a good game plan there. But yeah, Islanders plus three forty is, is way too high. Yeah. All right. It's uh, it's we're past the the first week of the playoffs when you had had four games every night. Now there's there's some games, some nights we only have three games tonight, two games on on Wednesday. We have we space things out more, and uh, we got two two games on Wednesday, both uh, series where they can uh, or at least the first first game uh, the Bruins can finish things out here. We have the Florida Panthers at the Boston Bruins at uh, 7 o'clock. The game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Bruins are minus 240 on the money line. Bruins on the puck line are plus 110. Uh, Panthers are plus 200. Over-unders at 6. Over is paying off minus 120. Under is at plus 100. Uh, what do you think your, your Boston boys are going to do here? you think they can close it out? Puck line worth a play? Well, as a you know, as a guy who as a Philly guy who lives in Boston, I know that this basic. I just realized this means I'm gonna have a lot of traffic driving home from my office tomorrow. But um, uh, I actually um, so Patrice Bergeron is supposed to come back. Um, I've said this very loudly and uh, with detail on the Discord. <laughs> but whatever it is that he had, that's not the upper body injury, but is like the virus. I had it. It's no joke. It stunk. I was texting you in the middle of getting it. Yes. It was just, it was an awful situation. Um, but um, I look, I, I, I would, I would expect, yeah, the Bruins to, to kind of do this, but um, Kachuk's kind of carried this Panthers team further than I thought that they'd go. I actually do like this, this Panthers spot again tomorrow. I, I, I this, the Panthers team that all season played better on the road than they did actually at home at certain times. So um, I, I, Plus two hundred, I I I do like I just like the, like the Panthers here. Like I know Boston's incredible at home, um, but uh, and I'm not you know betting this. We want we want the Bruins to come out of the series, um, but you know uh, after getting kind of shellacked uh, around the, the edges, uh, I still think that I, I think that you could probably be a little contrarian and play around with these play around with these these Panthers here and you know put a little bit on. It's two to one, so why not? Why not? Yeah, they've already won one one game in Boston. Why why can't they they do it again here? Plus two hundred, I, I agree. I think there's definitely some value there. Also, there's like, also there's also like sorry like but also like I, this is the thing you actually see a lot in the playoffs. I am excited as anybody that Bergeron's coming back, but that but but keep in mind that when this happens in playoffs, I understand it's the captain. I understand it's him. It changes things on how things have gone for five days because they've been playing games every other day. It's very, very different than the regular season when a guy comes in and says, oh, we've had three ga- three days between games. Yes, they they've had an extent. They had a little bit of a layoff, obviously, because they they came back from Florida. But um, it it changes things. It changes the way everybody's playing and just people are creatures of habit. You know, it 
I think that this is I think it's a good fade the public kind of spot on this uh, by taking the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. Everyone's look up. Bergeron's back. Bruins at home. Going to lock things up. But plus 200, great value there. And, yeah, the, the Panthers have outplayed the Bruins, at least in terms of shots on goal, in, in a few of those games, including the last one outshot them 44 to 30. But uh, just, I mean, Allmark is a much better goalie than our, our former Flyers legend Alex Lyon there. But, <laughs> you know, yeah, Panthers, I think, a good value, plus 200. I'm probably not going to be betting it because – I have same futures, boat. <laughs> futures on the Bruins, <laughs> yeah. but if if I was betting this game individually, just nothing else. Yeah, take the Panthers. I think they're in a similar spot to tonight with the Kings, where the Kings were close to plus two hundred. That's a two-two series, so they, they've they've shown they can beat the Oilers twice. So I, I like that spot too. I didn't bet it, but like if you're looking at the, at these just individual games, I think that's a good look if you can get someone close to plus two hundred that has. One, one, if not two games in this. Exactly. Series. Like that's the thing that they got to look at. That you're getting two to one on a team that's already won a game in this condition, like in this conditions. So, mm-hmm. um, if you have, I mean, I'm I'm in the same boat as you because you and I have all of our, you and I have the same bets, but I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not messing with karma. Um, but uh, but yeah, I would do that if I if I was just stumbling across this podcast and not sure what to do tomorrow. What what I might look for is uh, you can get Bruins in six at plus three seventy. I'm not sure if that's favorable to to betting the Panthers at plus 200 than betting the Bruins on Friday because I imagine the Bruins would be big favorites again. But yeah, plus plus 370 for for the Panthers to win this one and the Bruins to close it up Friday might be might be a, a decent luck if you're looking for a, a long shot kind of D-Gen play there. That's a pretty good. That's a great D-Gen play. Um, but yeah, for that that series, I think Boston's. I mean, their, their series price is what minus. Minus uh, 3,000 Panthers are, are plus 1,500. <laughs> so it's a matter of time for the Bruins, whether it's uh, Wednesday night or Friday night. All right. The uh, only other game on Wednesday evening is at 9:30. We have the Seattle Kraken at the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, game itself is in Colorado. Avalanche are minus 180. Kraken are plus 155. Over under is at five and a half. Over paying off minus 120. Under is at plus 100. Kraken have really surprised a lot of people, including myself, in this postseason. I mean, they evened up the series at home in Game 4 in overtime on uh, Monday night. Last night was a good game there. Now they're going back to Colorado. Huge home ice advantage for the Avalanche here. I think this is a spot where maybe minus 180 might not be enough. I don't I don't see why the Avs aren't minus 200, minus, maybe not minus 240 like the, the Bruins are, because the Kraken have gotten that respect, but the Avs, I mean, when McKinnon take over, takes over a game, he takes over a game. And, and he it looks like he's ready to go for this series. Uh, Cam McCarr is, is missing this game, though. He's one game suspension for his interference penalty. Um, so that's that's a hit for, for, for the Avs. But they played well without him later in the year. I mean, th- maybe this will be a chance for the Kraken to take a 3-2 lead. But I, I think the Avs, just with their they, the top-end skill, better goaltending, I think that'll end up... Uh, paying dividends for them in this one. So I like the abs here, minus 180. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to bet it because I, I do have them to win the series. But puck line plus 135 could be a play here. Um, they won 6-4 in game two, outshot them 41-29 in a uh, 3-2 win in game two. So, or yeah, game two and game three they won. So yeah, uh, I think the abs get, get this one. Maybe on the puck line might be worth it. Um, yeah, I mean, Joel called it out as soon when you guys were doing the, um, doing the preview, Mm -hmm. somebody, uh, 
why weren't the abs ever minus 300 as a serious favorite? And he, Joel called it out. He said, somebody's somebody has a lot of respect for the abs with a lot of money or with the, the Kraken with a lot of money. Um, after game one, when they were down, they were only 120 for the series, which I get it. it was, they were down one game that they had lost at home, but that's essentially saying that the series is still a coin flip. I think that um, I, I, I'm with you um, on an as play, but I don't know if you have it in front of you, but has have the Kraken scored first in every single game? I think they have. If not the okay. first, if not, so if not then, the first two goals, let me uh, let me pull up. That's probably the look that I'm gonna take tomorrow. Is gonna be Kraken in the first period, because um, these guys aren't going away. And mm-hmm. um, without K, like yes, they played better, but when Kale had his concussion stuff and was in and out they were still a little bit lost and that was still the last, the back 20 games of the season. Um, I'm probably going to look to do Kraken first period or Kraken score first. Um, I got to shop it a little bit, but they, uh, they've, they've scored the first goal at least in two. They've, they've scored the first goal in all four games. There you um, go. Game one, they scored three minutes in and the abs tied it after one Set game two. They went up to nothing and the abs ended up winning three, two. Uh, game three, Avs scored first, or no, Kraken scored first, but then the Avs scored two to uh, win the first period, two-one, and then last game they scored two in the first period again. So, yeah, the Kraken get these early leads. The Avs have been a fantastic live betting spot for me in this yes. series, and that'll be what I'm looking for tomorrow. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Maybe I'll hold off on a on a pregame bet. Maybe take a Kraken on the puck line in, in the first period or something, and then look for a, a Avs live spot. That's going to be that's going to be my play. And if you can find it, because sometimes they have these, it's, you know, Kraken because uh, look, Kraken have outplayed them defensively. Um, and Kraken have outplayed like your dev doesn't look great, but has has looked OK. Um, I would like I think I'm going to be playing like looking to play like a little bit on Kraken to score first and Kraken puck line for first period. And then I'll look for a live spot with the abs it's just that like the, the like the the this kraken team isn't afraid to play on the road they're not afraid to do that they have scoring they got mccann they got other guys like i i, I think that that's the look for this game uh, i'm playing around with the uh drafting same game parlay here you can get the kraken to score in the first period and then the avalanche to win the game at plus 215 you can get kraken to score in the first period and also first period plus half a goal, so they have to tie the first period or win it, and Avs to win the game at plus 330. So I think those might be good, good looks there, because the Avs aren't going to get up to plus 215 if the Kraken go up one nothing in the first period. No, they would have it's, to it's be... It's going to be about a pick So What were they... Pick. Yeah, they'll, they they were... When they were down 2 nothing. I think that's the, the peak that they got yeah, was... Probably close to 215, because they, they can score two goals like that with, with McKinnon. Yes. Right? And, and so, yeah, even not having McCarr, obviously, a, a Big piece on their back end. I mean, they have, and Nachuskin has has been out for personal reasons. I'm not sure if there's stuff going on with um with his family or, or what have you there. Um, I don't think there's been any update on that today. But he, he's a big piece for them. Joel always talks about he's he's kind of the heart and soul guy of the team, but then you know he's un- unsung hero. So without him, without Makar, it might be the Kraken's Kraken's chance to uh take take their take a three two series lead, put the Avs back up against the wall. Um, for the series price right now, I was looking at it before we hopped on here. Abs are minus 240 and the Kraken are plus 195. I kind of like the abs there, minus 240. They're minus 180 in this game. And if they win this game, they're going to go up to minus 
400, 500 to win the series, if not higher. So that might be my luck is to use Avs series minus 240. I was considering parlaying that with, um, you know, either the Stars or the uh, Stars minus 400 in the series or the Canes minus 450 uh, to get it down close to even money. But even minus 240 might not be a bad luck if you're that confident in, in Colorado. I don't know if I could do that now with how they've played just because I, I, I'm not trying to just disagree with you. I mean, I think that I, it's the, the problem is, is that I, I'm look, I'm bitter because a lot of my abs pre pre flop abs bets have blown up. I have <laughs> well, my yeah, game one game and, and a half. Was, was right out. Series was, yeah. But um, look, um, abs to win in six is, you know what? Plus one seventy. abs to win in seven is, um, uh, you know, Plus one ninety, plus two hundred, yeah. So, um, you, I mean, you could look. I mean, like you know me, like I have, I my hedge on all of it is I have. I think that if this goes seven, I think that the Kraken aren't afraid to to win that in Colorado. Um, and it's and it stinks, but like that's the way that this team's playing. And again, look, we got former Flyers all over the place. We got a former Flyer head coach in this, but um, if uh, if I'm the Avs uh, and this game and this goes to seven. And this is not as good of an Avs team as we had last year. I'd be very, very, very worried. Um, and this, the, the the thing is, is that this Kraken team has given you no reason to doubt their ability. They have they like they weren't able to close the other night, uh, but then they were able to close at the over in the overtime game. Like there, I my looks would be right now for tomorrow. I would play Kraken in the first period. I would. I would look at abs to win in six. If you really feel like the abs are going to do it, I wouldn't look at the series price. Like look at abs in six. Um, and I mean, I, I right now I've, I have a, a free bet that I used on Kraken in seven, be, uh, because I, I got nervous about things, but I would love the abs. I would love the abs to win in six. It would be great, but I, they're just not playing like they're, they can do it. Yeah, and, and looking ahead here, I think whoever I think I'm gonna take the Avs to win game six no matter what. If if the Kraken win game five, yes. definitely take an Avs yes. to win game six. And if the Avs win game five, especially if it's by multiple goals, kind of deflates the Kraken's balloon a little bit, I think they just get it done in six and not not take it to seven. So yeah, I I mean that Avs minus one and a half games bet is still open for us as long as they can get these two wins here. But yeah, the Kraken have have put teams on notice and um but yeah, it's it's classic Dave Hackstall to just blow leads, especially in the playoffs. So yeah, we, well we they saw, get cute, they yeah. get cute defensively, and and that's what happens. And it doesn't help having uh, Philip Grubauer, and that he's not not normally too great. He's uh, mentally weak. Is what I would say. <laughs> yeah, uh, so maybe we'll see the the Kraken, uh, the underdog there win. And uh, speaking of underdogs, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. NBA and NHL playoffs are here, and what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy? Besides daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half million in prizes. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, that was the uh, just two games on Wednesday night. Anything else you want to you – anything on those games you want to discuss here before we move on to some some either Thursday games or some, some series futures? Um, no, um, do you want to, do you want to like, is this, do you want to talk about how you've kind of approached the, the live that spots or do you want to talk about a couple other things? Cause I think that, I mean, 
with our team, what's our Oilers? What's our Oilers team right now? What are they? What are what are our guys doing? It's three two. So second period about to start. Yeah, we, we could talk about we'll talk about live bets. I live bet tonight. Uh, was second period. I bet the Wild plus three and a half at even money. They were down three nothing. Um, Marcus Foligno took a took a major penalty that may not have been a penalty in the first period. I think the Stars got two power play goals in the first period. Added a even strength goal early in the second. I was like, okay, the Wild are getting. The, I look, uh, I use natural stat trick for their live stats, expected goals for Corsi shots, whatnot. Money puck as well, you can look at, but they don't have it split up. As, as I mean, They have the deserve to win meter that people look at, but that doesn't uh, factor in power plays and whatnot. So, yeah, the, the first thing to look at is look at shots on goal. If, if they're similar and a team is losing, look on the team, look on that team to uh, have some plus odds, especially if it's a team that you know can score goals like the Avs, like I thought the Wild could, but Jake Ottinger apparently put up put up a shutout tonight. Yeah, well, we were waiting for that. That was going to happen. We knew that mm-hmm. that was eventually going to happen. Yeah, and I I have to start in the series. I kind of kind of wrote them off a little bit after going down earlier, but yeah, they're, they're looking up three two now. Unfortunately, couldn't get that uh plus three and a half live bet. But yeah, that's typically what I'm looking for is a team that's outplaying, if not, you know, equally playing their opposition and losing. Or even a team that's outplaying the opposition in, in, in a tie game. That's that's a spot where you know they, they might be minus 140, minus 160. But if you know they're a better team, and especially if you're watching the game, like last night with with the Avs, Kraken went up two nothing, two nothing early. I was like, all right, uh, I have this game on. I'm watching it. The tie is going to turn at some point. I was like, all right, here we go. Avs. I, I placed a live bet. I was like maybe a little bit too early, but then uh, Ranton and scored. Uh, a few minutes later, I believe I, I placed a bet after McKinnon had a great chance in the slot and he missed it just wide. I was like, all right, if if that happens again, he might score and I'm going to regret not betting it. So I bet it then. Normally, I like to bet either a full unit on like a team plus one and a half or plus two and a half. They're down by two. So you still get that insurance if it goes to overtime and then sprinkle either a half unit, quarter unit on um, the money line, depending on what they're at. Like I got Hurricanes. I forgot, but like, yeah, it's like plus 200, probably like quarter unit plus 500 or more less than that. You know, don't want to, don't want to break the bank on that, especially because it's, it's one game. And, but if you're watching and you're feeling something that that's the best way to do it, do live betting is, I mean, you can look at the numbers, but you can't get the feel for the game. You can't get the feel for the the flow of it. So if you're watching a game, I mean, I'm watching the Oilers now. So maybe if, if they uh, slow down a bit, uh, I'll bet the Kings, but that's primarily what I look for when live betting. Yeah, I think it, it's a good chat. We we did great on Sat. Was it Saturday? Was it Saturday or Friday on that on the Oilers and the Kings game when Kings went up three nothing, um, and we and we live bet we live bet to go to overtime. We we that mm-hmm. we had yes. the, we threaded the entire needle on that game. That turned into a fantastic game. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there's stuff uh, you can also just kind of look at stuff live, and it's, people can hate on expected goals or not expected goals. I mean. You have to be watching to understand what's going on. If there's a lot of power plays that are being, a lot of penalties that are being called, that's obviously tipping things. You essentially want to say, you know, if things are going to be equal with these teams, what is probably going to happen here? Um, and it, which is, I bring this up because I'm looking at this Oilers and Kings game on Natural Stat Trick, and um, there's five goals that have been scored, but the Kings' expected goals is less than one, and the Oilers' expected goal is barely one. So I haven't watched, so I don't know exactly what happened. Um, but that's basically telling me that the, this actually, the, the, we may want to take a shot at um, end of regulation tie 
in this. Um, but uh, I have to I have to watch. We're only we're only down we're only through one period, I assume. So yeah, I, I'm glancing at it as we're talking. But yeah, Kings right now are plus three forty, and, and they had I was watching they had a pop down by one. They're down went, by one that went through the <laughs> through the crease and just went off the post like towards the end of the period. Oilers just had a great chance at a Corpus Allo start. But yeah, plus plus 340 for a team that's down by one in a, in a series <laughs> that has had so much back and forth. I haven't had, had the chance to do it yet this this playoffs, but I love when I can get like one team plus one and a half at plus odds and then also get the other team at plus one and a half at plus odds. And then like if it goes to overtime, you cash them both. So yeah. stuff like that I love to do. But yeah, plus, plus 340 right now for the Kings does seem way too high. I know the, Wait, they're down by one. They're down not by down one. by seven. Um, <laughs> expected goals for... Oilers 1.04 to 0.82 for the Kings 1.15 now so it's still close um yeah that's King I, I probably will end up betting uh let me see check what the Kings puck line is here Kings plus one and a half plus 105 like you can get plus oh, that's odds a, that's a good bet that's a good yeah. bet yeah that's probably what I'll do either now or in a little bit when I can I can watch this closer after after we uh, stop recording but yeah live betting especially in the playoffs when there's the live betting in general, there's just the books can't keep up with it. There's so many different books, so many different prices. So do do line shop. It's always uh, extremely important there as well. But yeah, these playoff games that you're watching intently, you know, the sports book can't watch as intently. They got an NBA playoffs, MLB going on. They got spring football, NFL draft stuff. So this is, you know, if you're a diehard hockey fan, that's what you can take advantage of. Take advantage of the, of the hockey hockey live bets. Nope, that's good. I'm just sorry. I'm just looking at. I'm just looking at also the Canes and Isles stats while you're talking about oh. it. And just how many more um, scoring chances the Canes had than the Isles. So it's um, yeah. Um, uh, like as I'm thinking about it, that that may have been that may have been the gasp from the Isles in this game, just because the Hurricanes have played them. But the, there there is no reason why the Kings should be three to one right now. There's there's two more periods left. There's like what is yeah. what does that even mean? Yeah, I, I I might just go like throw like a half unit on that right now. Yeah, cause yeah. Because I, I could easily see the, see them them tie it, and then I could get the, the Oilers could take both sides. But yeah, yeah, that's live betting. It's great. Maybe we'll do more more talking about it throughout the playoffs as there's sure. fewer and fewer games to talk about. Yeah, but well, we had uh, some fun with some round robins of overtime. Oh yeah, least. oh yeah. The overtime round robin is is. I mean, I feel like that's something to play the rest of the way. I mean, obviously without having four games, like three three games, play play overtime round robin. Always something fun to root for. Yeah, especially later in series, it should be a closer game. So but the uh, power play goal round Robin was successful at times, was unsuccessful at others. But that, that's that quote unquote system is is over now as we get deeper into series. Maybe we'll pick it up back back in round two, but I got to look more into that. It was just for for early games round one last year. I know it was a, like a, a money money printer for for Joel and I. But um, yeah, the, we got three series resuming on Thursday. I want to see if you haven't had any uh, strong thoughts on these. We got the Lightning at the Leafs. The Leafs, uh, they came back from a 4-1 third period deficit, up 3-1 now in the series. I think they can close that out at home. They're uh, minus 155, Lightning are plus 135. Um, you know, these had two straight bad games. Um, and he's too good to have that meant that many bad games. He's been not great in this series because the lightning have outplayed the lightning with only two of their lines truly functioning have outplayed Toronto, which is a better version of the Leafs than we've seen in other years. Um, uh, I, I look, I've always thought that this series was going to go seven. Um, but, and I have thought that the Leafs are going to come out of it. Um, I, I don't really, I, I, 
I gotta take the the lightning at at plus one thirty five. Um, I, I just I I can't see three straight bad blown V games. So um, that might be my pre bet tomorrow. I also look I I'm the same as you. I have I have Leafs in six. Um, but um. Yeah, I mean, like I was very, I was very surprised uh, at how how well they came together. Uh, they get, breathed some life into our uh, Austin Matthews um, lead goal scorer, round robin. Yeah, uh, he, he finally he finally showed up in the playoffs. He finally showed up, uh, the California kid. So uh, yeah, that's I, I think if I had to, I'd probably do. I mean, you can also see it from the puck line. The puck line for the Lightning is minus two hundred, and then they're plus one thirty five on the money line. So, you know, this is probably going to be one where I'll do lightning or I'll do another, maybe sprinkle in overtime type of thing. So uh, I was just looking at overtime is uh, plus 330. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Vasilevsky, you said, has had back to back bad games. The Leafs have had back to back bad games and somehow won them both. So, I mean, we'll see if they can get it done at home. I mean, part of me, if, if the Leafs get past the first round, I want to just go full bandwagon with them and just see them win it all. Partially because <laughs> Talon's so fun to, to celebrate with. Yeah. But also just because, just to see Toronto, you know, break the curse as long as they don't go on a, on a, on a winning streak like the, like the Red Sox did. Have like a, a, a Cubs break the curse and then just fade back into not being a contender. But yeah, I, I think overtime's a great play. Back to back overtime games, four, three, five, four. Um, all four games have gone over so far in this series. Maybe look at a over six and a half minus one ten, especially if um the Leafs are up by one or two late. You could see the Lightning, John Cooper pulling the goalie early, try to get that extra attacker, get a, get a few uh, cheap goals there to add to the over. So yeah, I'll look at overtime there plus three thirty and uh, the over minus one ten over six and a half. That is. I also did uh sprinkle some on the Lightning to win the series at uh, ten to one. I found that at a Canby book. So Ooh, that's another that, that's another obscene line. That's yeah, great. I think that's that's still up there. I mean, they're plus 135 here. If they win this, they go back home. They're probably going to be even money, if not favored. And then game seven, if they win both of these games, it'll be close to a toss up. So 10 to one, if you can find that, if not, plus 750 on DraftKings is pretty close. So if if you're a, if, if you're not a believer in the Leafs, you're just going to have some laughs if they uh, if they blow it. Nope, take the lightning in the series there. Um, another series that has just completely turned on its head, uh, Rangers-Devils. Rangers won the first two games in Newark, uh, 5-1 both games. Devils came out um, the past two games, took those at the Rangers. Um, it was a 2-1 overtime game, then a 3-1 game, so lower scoring there. Uh, for this game five back in New Jersey, Devils are minus 125. Rangers are plus 105. Over-under is at five and a half. This is this is what kind of we expected from this series. We expected a long series. A lot of people were, were writing off the Devils after those first two games, you know, losing two at home, going on the road, going against uh, Igor Shostorkin at home in the playoffs. Can't, you probably can't beat them, but they did. So now we, we cashed that over five and a half games. And now it's a best of three with with an experienced playoff team in the Rangers, better goaltending against a probably more skilled team, possibly a better five on five team overall in the Devils. But, yeah, this has been a, a fantastic series so far back and forth. Uh, I'm hoping we just get a good get a good game here. I, I have no read on this. Um, I have no bets on the series besides the over five and a half games. Uh, maybe I'll look closer at like a, one of these teams in six to see if the, they can close that out there. But. I smell a game seven here. Uh, what about you? 
Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, um, we have a we do have a two overtime games prop, which I think yeah. is we already oh. we got one of that. Um, yes. I mean the the thing is is that if you dive into if you want to get if you want to get nerdy and dive into the how the, the expected goals and the metrics on this, um, like Rangers have just taken as you'd expect from a older veteran team that was almost in, in the Stanley Cup Finals last year. Um, they've just taken advantage of better chances. Like the expected goals against for the Devils is infinitely lower than the goals that they've given up, um, especially in that five to one game. Um, so uh, look, I, the Devils do appear to have kind of they had figured things out. Uh, but again, this is another one of those, um, you know, how long like Igor is one of those guys who can kind of change the entire series. Um, I have a little bit um, on the Devils to win this series because it was just. Uh, I think you spotted it. Was oh, yeah. I, I, well, yeah, it was plus 196 after yeah. a game like, one. Basically two to one because after they were down one. And that's a great thing about betting hockey is that they, they don't know what they're doing on pricing. Um, I, look, I, this this is a seven-game series. I think that, um, uh, if anything, I would probably be looking at some props to series go seven types of things. I don't really have a read on a side. Um uh, I, you know, I always thought those last two spots were going to be devil spots, but, um, yeah, um, I gotta, you know, if anything, it's, it's probably an underplay any way you cut it, but we haven't had the, we had the five, one game explosion, but we, if tomorrow's game goes under, I'm going to be all over the over on, on game six, like, like, like probably looking at some alt overs and it's something that I, I can look back the date on it, but that, uh, happened a lot during that Canes and, and, and uh, Ranger series where they weren't scoring any goals for like the first five games. And then they just, things kind of blow up and things start to loosen up. You get one of those games where that's, that's going to happen. So um, yeah, the, tomorrow though is, um, or I, I, look, it's the entire New York, New Jersey area, except for the Flyers fans. Like, you know, everyone's happy, I guess. Yeah. And, and, and the few Isles fans out there as well. Yeah, the few, I mean, few Isles fans. Uh, that's a good point. We, we have not seen that, that devil's offensive explosion. I mean, Game one, they scored just what on the penalty shot, the, the huge penalty shot. Um, oh, game one, they had the Hall of Power play goal to start it off. Game two, they had the the huge penalty shot late in the game. Maybe that was game one, game two. Swap. Who knows? And the ones, um, I mean, at Madison Square Garden, that they had two and then an empty netter in, in game four, and then only a power play goal and then an overtime winner in, in game three. So they have they haven't scored more than one five on five goal during regulation and in one of the games so far did this series. So that has to happen at some point. They were one of the, the best scoring teams in the league this season. I believe they had the uh, fifth most goals at 222, which is over three and a half per game. So with Hughes, with Heischer, with Palat there who needs to show up in the playoffs. I mean, I think they're, they're due for a game where they, they chase just Durkin and you know what, maybe this could be it. And then you see the Rangers bounce back in game six, but yeah, I, if anyone tells you they have like a strong read on this game, unless they have inside information with like one team dealing with nagging yeah. injuries, like they're just talking out of their ass because it's just been two games dominated by the Rangers, two games, Devils grinded it out, and now it's going to be deciding it here, best of three. Yep. And then the uh, final game on Thursday is the Winnipeg Jets at the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Golden Knights have a chance to close this one out here at home. Up 3-1 in the series. They're minus 175 on the money line. Jets are plus 150. Uh, Over-unders at 5.5. Overpaying off minus 120. Under at plus 100. Uh, yeah, have any strong strong feeling about this one? Yeah, I strongly feel like the uh, the Jets are done. 
Um, I, and I felt that way. You and I were texting during the, um, what was it, game three, the overtime mm-hmm. game. And uh, when, you know, I, I, I said, I didn't even realize, I said, man, the Jets are giving up so many. I mean, the night, that game shouldn't have even gone to overtime. Like, Con, they're lucky that Connor Hellbuck's on their team because it should have been five to two. Um, and look, Morrissey out matters. And yeah. um, they are given up far too many shots. And um, I, it's, I don't need a long winded. The uh, I think the Knights kind of closed this one, closed this one out. The the Jets are seem to seem to be done with this one. Yeah, I, I think I'm going Vegas here. I think I'm probably going Vegas on the puck line plus 165. Yeah, uh, yeah. along with Morrissey being out. Mark Scheifele left last game. He's questionable. He's probably not going to play with with concussion-like symptoms, is what I speculate. No inside information there. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers is also um, questionable with an upper body injury. So, Oof. especially if those both of those guys are out, it's really just going to be Connor Hellebuck against everybody. And the Golden Knights are, are more or less healthy right now. They're only missing Lanner and Patrick both out for the season. Logan Thompson's hurt, as we know. And William Carey is out until early May. Uh, Logan Brassois had, had a great revenge series here yeah. for the Knights. I mean, Jack Eichel's put on a show here in his first Stanley Cup playoffs. So the Knights have kind of been getting better and better as the series have, has moved along. So I, I see them uh, finishing this one out here and getting a few days of rest before taking on either the uh, Avs or Kraken. So yeah, give, give me the puck line here, plus 165. Yep, I like that look. Um... All right, we still got, still got the Oilers up 3-2 halfway through the second period. Maybe I'll, I'll look at a, at a Kings live bet after we uh, log off here. But Adam, thanks for uh, joining us here on the Hockey Gaming Podcast. Where can everyone follow you, and what what are what are you up to nowadays? Uh, you can follow me at on Twitter and all the platforms at, at Hey Rosenberg. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, mostly I'm just waiting for uh, waiting for my wife to have this second baby of ours, and. Uh, you know, just drinking tequila and occasional Labatt Blues in my basement. That's pretty much my life. Nice, yeah. I mean, uh, Canadian beer there, you <laughs> can't go wrong there. Yeah. Uh, it's the season. Yeah, hopefully that uh, baby comes happy and healthy pretty soon for you guys there. Uh, I'm sure you'll be posting that on Discord and Twitter and whatnot, so I'm looking forward to that. And make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gamer Podcast, join the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, and follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Right. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. See ya.